We have an opportunity now to meet the uh, Raff family, Adina, Yoni, and Ilan, who are here in studio, in our mobile studio here at Azer Mitzion. Shalom, shalom. A pleasure to meet you. Hi. Good to meet you. Where does the Raff family live? We're from Modin. Oh, Modin. We've heard of Modin. Wonderful place. And um, why don't you tell us the story? I don't know who wants to handle this, whether it's uh, Adina, Yoni, or Ilan, who wants to handle the story about how you got to know Azer Mitzion. I'll let Adina speak, otherwise she'll correct me. Uh, <laughs> okay, Adina, you've been nominated. Uh, just briefly, because Ilan uh, knows the story very well, but he had some neck pain that did not seem to go away, and we went to a couple of doctors, and they said it's probably nothing. After about three weeks, the pediatrician said, you know, this doesn't seem right to me. Let's just do some blood work. That was Wednesday. By Thursday, we were in the hospital. He had a bone marrow uh, aspiration. By Friday, he was on chemo. It was a quick diagnosis. He had How leukemia. He was nine. Uh, he had leukemia, um, and we just got thrown into the deep ends very, very quickly. But uh, on the first day we were there, we already met Yumi from uh, Ezra Mitzion, who told us it was going to be okay, and they were th- going to be there for us. And boy, was that true! Well, first of all, medically, what was required? Was there a transplant involved? or? So, thankfully, not in the end. The type of leukemia he had is called AML, um, which quite often actually requires a transplant. And at one stage, we did all the tests to make sure we had everything in line. But thankfully, um, you know, we, we didn't need that in the end, and the, the chemo worked. It did the job. And uh, we're very grateful you know, to Hashem and obviously also to the staff at uh, Schneider Hospital, the doctors, the nurses, and, and the support from the people such as uh, Yumi and, and the team from Ezemitzion that, that got us through and got they us They are uh, amazing messengers of God, aren't they? Yes, unbelievable. It's uh, the amount of chesed one uh, witnesses and experiences in these times. Not that I wish it on anyone, but uh, it's quite, uh, quite phenomenal. How long ago was all this, Elon? Uh, like around a year and a half. Or yeah. a year, I'm not exactly sure. Do you, do you remember it very well, all of this that your mother just described? Yeah, I, I can remember it really well. And um, I, I assume it was a very scary situation, right? Would that, be, would that be fair to say? Well, yeah, but I was still nine years old, so I had no idea what was going on. Like, I asked my parents what... When they told me I have cancer... I still had no idea what it actually means. All I knew about it is that your hair falls. So that was the only thing I was worried about. I had no idea what really happens. Now I do after it happened. But, but How do parents speak I, to a nine-year-old about a, a, a terrible disease that he has? I mean, every age is very, very different. I think we were very lucky with Elon's age. Um, Elon has taught us to always see the you know, glass half full, always. So in this case... We've discussed this a lot, that Elam was at a great age because he was old enough that he's not a child that can't be left alone for a minute. He does not, doesn't need constant, constant care, but he wasn't old enough to fully understand the ramifications of the, of the big word. And right. so when we told him, uh, his first reaction was, okay, but at least it's not the one where your hair falls out, right? And so we saved that for the day later. And uh, they adjust. Children adjust. Become. He was... It- he was diagnosed towards the end of May, so he was also quite happy that he graduated, I think it was uh, third grade, before, before all his friends. Right. So uh, there was a silver lining yeah, for Yeah, that him. extra summer vacation. Exactly. Huh? So, uh, so, so it's, it's not easy, but we try to also 
give him some of the information of what it is. Thankfully, to YouTube, there's also right. movies or, that he can right. watch just to try and understand what it means leukemia, what it means to have a blood cancer. Um, just give him some background, but I don't think we ever really discussed with him what you know what the potential downsides, as it were, right. of, and that's something that he really experienced. And part of that, I think, is because of the the uh, you know the Benutrut from Ezemishtzion that were always around and the other volunteers that came in and made things so light and happy is it, whether it was coming in on a Friday afternoon with all the instruments and, and playing <laughs> you know uh, upbeat songs and you and remember that yeah yeah <laughs> I remember the first Friday we were there they came in and it was fun yeah <laughs> you asked you asked him before it must have been a scary time right. for him I think that if I asked him what his main feeling was from the six months fear would not be one of them i think he was when i asked him during his last chemo treatments i asked him if he could think of anything good that came out of this whole ordeal and he looked at me in a funny way and he goes yeah almost everything the the amazing things that these this uh, Ezra Mitzion do that to constantly on a day to day basis get you through the day. So shifting him to a positive attitude, you would attribute to them. Yeah. You would say that they were responsible for that. Besides the the huge trips and the everything and, right. and the bone marrow transfer, which is literally saving lives, it's getting you through the day. And this may sound like a crazy question, but I am a parent, so I feel like I can <laughs> somewhat relate. It, is it frustrating? Bad word, but I can't think of a better one. Is it frustrating that he doesn't? get the enormity of the situation like is, as a parent are you are you somewhat concerned that that he he doesn't realize the battle that he's in right now i think it's i think it's actually a brocha for us i think with older children that is harder i think you there are times of of fear and depression that that you have to deal with with an older child with him uh, there were definitely hard difficult times times where he was quite uh, gravely sick um, and in a lot of pain um, but those sort of thoughts never entered his mind, um, and so he didn't have that fear, and he didn't have to deal with that. He dealt with the pain and what he was feeling with now, and uh, you know, with people around him t- telling him that he'll get through it, and you know, we're helping him. Right. Um, but I think that was that was really for us, that, as Adina said, with the age, with the, that was a brocha for us, and was helpful for him to get through the process. Amazing. Um, aside from the Friday afternoon visits. <laughs> What else, practically speaking, so that our listeners can get a, a, a picture of what Azer Mitzion does for families like yours, what else did Azer Mitzion do to help you through this experience? Well, every day there was some other thing they did. Like every <laughs> Sunday they would come to the room ask, what kind of toast do you want? Every, like, um, Monday it would be waffles. Every day it would be something else that they would come and do and help. And they would also come and play. Just, just uh, they spend time with them. They spend time with them. Parents need a break. Parents need a break. And as as upbeat as you can be, you got your down days. And they will come in and they will cheer him up and they will send you out to get a breather. And if you have a friend come over and you need to go downstairs, Elon could be left alone. There, we were in a room with a two year old who cannot be left alone for a minute. They will babysit him so you can get a breather, so you can go home for an hour. It's it's just I don't I don't actually know how you physically can get through it without their help. It's unbelievable. it's unbelievable. I think it's also that it's a holistic approach. It's not just the parents and the, the, the patient. Um, we, we have four other children, but three older girls, um, and they have a arts room here, which we're able to bring right. them to. I saw it. It's beautiful. Yeah, and they have, they have a, a little petting zoo. Right. Also so it was nice. a great opportunity for them also to feel part of the process and to also feel a bit of a, a hug 
and, and that support that they were also special and part of something unique. Um, and that, for us as parents, obviously, with the focus a lot on Ilan, it also gave us that comfort that the other children weren't getting left out. Right. And so that was also a very important part of, of what they provided. Were your sisters us. extra nice to you during this whole thing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind are, you, of. are you saying that only because you're on the radio, or you would say it to anybody? <laughs> I would say it to anybody. <laughs> so they were kind of nice to you during the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's great to hear. Uh, this whole ordeal. Is how many months or how long this, from start to finish this entire well, thing? Well, Elon, uh, his his chemo was six months, and after wow. his last chemo, we were like at the end. He got uh, a very bad infection. He went into septic shock. He was in a coma for five days in the ICU. And that's gotta be scary. Up, yeah. <laughs> so the parents are a lot more scared than the kids. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, he woke up with a paralyzed leg that lasted about eight months, um, and here he is today. And he's standing right in front of us. Oh, yeah, you had a soccer like game this morning. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So yeah. you're not just standing. You're actually participating in sports, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. The leg's feeling fine? Yeah. You look yeah. amazing, I must say. Thank you. Look how great you look, I'll tell you. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Well, the Raff family, yet another uh, family who's willing to uh, testify how incredible uh, Azer Bitsiot is. It sounds like they were there with you at your side throughout this entire ordeal. Yeah, they definitely were. Baruch Hashem. Great meeting you and continued good health. Thank you. You got it. Thanks so much for joining me. A great pleasure. Uh, That is um, a wonderful uh, session with Adina, Yoni, and Ilan Raff. Uh, You heard about Ilan's ordeal, and Baruch Hashem, he's doing great, uh, which is wonderful. And everybody out there has an opportunity to continue this uh, amazing assistance that Ezer Metzion gives to so many people, not just to the patients, but to the families as well. Go to ezermetzion.org, ezermetzion.org, and uh, become part of of this uh, really incredible um, effort that they make every single day to help as many people as possible. More coming up. It's a Tuesday, a very special Tuesday, as we are on the road in Israel at JM in the AM. <laughs> 